Hi, and welcome to the Midlife Marriage Podcast. I'm Carrie Cohen, your host, and I am a wife, a mom, relationship strategist, and have been practicing as a psychotherapist for over 25 years. Consider this your new home for real, honest talk that you can only get in a therapy session until now. I'm here to empower you to create a marriage that fills you up from the inside out. And my goal is to share insights that resonate with you and create the kind of aha moments you need for deepening your connection with your partner. I have worked with hundreds and hundreds of couples just like you, and I'm going to show you that there's so much more to marriage than just checking a box. Welcome to another episode of the Midlife Marriage Podcast. So today, I'm going to be talking about a question that I get a lot. I've gotten it a lot, actually, over the years. Can your spouse change or are they just, they are who they are? And this is a big one. So I want to spend a little time giving you a way to think about this because the answer is yes and no. (laughs) It depends. So people say, my partner is just fill in the blank. They'll never change. Now, that I don't endorse. They'll never change. I don't believe that people will never change. I do disagree with that. And as a psychotherapist for 25 years, I've seen plenty of people change. I've also changed. My husband has changed. My daughter has changed. So people do change. So that's not true. People do change. But here's the key. People only change when they want to change. There has to be a motivation for the person to change. So over the years in my therapy practice, I have had couples come to me or I have had partners come to me and say, I'm here because my husband or my wife wants me to be here. And they start that way. They're not there because they want to be here. So right off the bat, I'm wondering if that is going to restrict the amount of change that they can make. Now, it doesn't always because sometimes people come in, they are not coming because of themselves. They are coming because their partner is saying, I can't deal with this anymore. I can't live with you like this anymore. You need to get help. That is very often the catalyst for people to get help. And so they come and they start the work. And what happens is they actually invest and they have their own buy-in. That is the key though. You've got to really want to change and changing is work. It's hard work and not everybody wants to do it. So let's just say you're in a marriage with someone and one or both of you need to change in order for the marriage to feel more successful and also be sustainable. What do you do? So that's what we're going to be thinking about because I get this a lot in my, in my DMs. I get this in emails. My husband's not ready. He doesn't want to do this or my wife doesn't want to do this. Truly, the people that work with me, the clients that I am working with now, they are both coming to me saying, we are both ready and willing to do the work. But let's just say you're in a marriage and you're not there yet. So I'm going to give you some things to think about. I'm going to give you some ways to think about this. It's going to give you just sort of like a lot of food to chew on. 
and and we'll see what where your mind goes after listening to this. And if you're listening to this with your partner, which I highly, highly suggest, this is going to really be a good platform for you all to then start to think about this and have conversations springboarding off of this discussion. Okay. So what do you do? So first I want you to think about what, what are the changes that actually need to happen? Are you both going to change or is just one of you going to change? I want you to keep in mind that marriage is a dance. So when one of you makes a change in the next step, the other is naturally going to make a change because you step left instead of right that is going to affect the next step or move they are going to make. So it is possible for one of you to start making changes without the other. You are a hundred percent, you have a hundred percent influence over your change and you have 50% influence over the marriage change. I would say roughly, let's, let's just say 50%. So you can make some shifts in your marriage without your partner. But I will tell you, it is definitely easier for couples when both of you are committed to changing. Now, this I am who I am is a fixed mindset. And, 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 it's, and aside from it being a fixed mindset, I am who I am is not entirely true. So yes, on one level, we are who we are, but we can change both through different life stages, right? I hope you're not the same person at 45 that you were when you were 17. And I'm going to assume, knowing what I know about human development and the psyche, that you're not. You're not the same person. Largely because you've had different life experiences that have transformed who you are. You've gone to different stages. You've evolved. You've grown. So you're not the same person. But there's also intentional change. Intentional change that we make with more direct action, which is actually what we're talking about when you're in a place in life, in your marriage, where you're not happy and you know that change needs to happen. And so that's what we are talking about is intentional, intentional change. So what are some considerations for this? Let's think about how you support personal and individual growth. So let's just say you're in a marriage and maybe, maybe as a couple, you're not ready to go and work with somebody. So how can you support personal and individual growth? You could read, you could pick out books together, spirituality, exploring, meditation, listening to different talks, listening to really interesting philosophical discussions, listening and reading, but then having the discussion. So that advances your thinking. It also enhances your own emotional intelligence and emotional growth, attending masterclasses together, going to groups together. And of course, there is going to therapy together if you're ready. And so what is it that you and your partner individually are willing to do in order to support personal and individual growth, yours and theirs? And I would also, I also want you to consider that there's a balance between supporting change and growth and also respecting who one is as a person. So let's use an example from my marriage for my husband and I. Okay. My husband had, he and I have very different temperaments, which is generally just biologically how we're born. 
but we also have very different personality styles. And if we think about personality, personality is really, a, it's a sort of a combination of nature and nurture. So nature, we think temperament, we think of what sort of you were born with, and then nurture, how, what your life experiences were, both as a child and an adolescent and a young adult and any other sort of day-to-day experiences, but also the big experiences, the big impactful ones, okay? So he and I actually, in our style, our temperament, our personality, our style, we couldn't be any different, but I'm going to tell you how and why it works for us. He's patient. He's thoughtful. He's kind. He's very gentle. He's very calm, okay? I'm pretty much the opposite of all of that, I know how to be calm. I know how to be gentle. I know how to be patient. I would say that I am kind and I'm very thoughtful, but it manifests differently than it does with him. He's also, he's, he's thoughtful in that he speaks more slowly than I do. I'm also from New York and he's from the South. So we also just, we had very different upbringings. He was raised in a very professional family. I was raised in a blue collar family. I could go on and on about the differences, but that's actually not really the point of this episode. What I'm really trying to drive here is is how we can be with someone who's really different and still make it work. So let me sort of describe to you. Now, if I wanted someone who was very assertive and aggressive and really like on top of things, that is not going to be him. Now, if I want someone like that, I actually would have had to have chosen a different mate. Okay, so here's where... Can he change? He absolutely can change. He's changed a lot, and we have harmonized our personalities, but he is not going to be that aggressive, assertive, get the job done, keep going, tenacious. That's just not him, okay? And I didn't choose someone like that. So you really can't change temperament, but there's so many other things that can change. And so he and I have grown and developed together And what we have changed is our style of communication. And so the way that he gives me the kind of space that I need when after we've had an argument, historically really, when he doesn't necessarily need that kind of space. So now let's sort of like, let's flip it. It's only fair that I talk about my temperament and my personality since I'm giving you information about him. So let's take me for an example. I'm very direct. I'm ambitious. I'm super persistent. I'm very tenacious. That can come off sometimes as abrasive and edgy. That is actually something I had to work on in my 20s and 30s to really soften because it's not received well by a lot of people. And one of the things that I've really learned over the years that I have really changed is that I have to know how to present that to people in a way that they can hear it. It's not on them to hear it and not get defensive. It's actually on me to present it in a way that is received by people. So I am not a passive person, okay? I can be when the situation calls for it. I have really learned over the last 20 years, I'm 50 now, I've really learned over the last maybe 15 years, I would say, how to sort of adjust my style based on what the situation needs, based on what the other person needs. Because the reality is, is as a therapist, I work with people from with all different kinds of styles, and I'm not going to come in there and start steamrolling them, right? I'm really reading people. I'm reading what they need from me. And I'm also thinking about how can I present something to them in a 
way that they are going to hear it. Because if my goal is for them to hear it and receive it and work with it, then I want to present it in that way. That also applies in our relationships. So if you want to say something to your partner, and it's really important that you present it in a way that you know that they're going to hear it. So I know that there are certain situations where I need to dial back parts of myself so that it can be received in the way that I needed to be received. Now, if my husband wanted someone who was passive and really quiet and timid, well, that's just not me. I, it, it really just isn't. Like, that is not me. He didn't, he didn't pick that person. Now, there are times when our communication or a situation we're dealing with really requires me to be less aggressive and to be more patient and to be more thoughtful, not just thinking thoughtful, but thoughtful and methodical in how I'm dealing with something. So can people change? Yes and no. It really depends. But I I don't want you to allow that to be the reason why you in your marriage don't make shifts because you think people can't change or we shouldn't change them. Right. So if you are listening to podcasts and you're sort of you follow certain people on social media and they're saying don't meet someone thinking you're going to change them, I would say that's true. Don't start a relationship with someone right off the bat thinking you're going to change them. But don't be closed off to the idea that people do change. And so for my husband and I, we've had to make lots of adaptations. And the reason why we did that is because we were aligned in so many other things. We were aligned in our philosophies about life, about humanity, about what we wanted for our future. And then there were other things that, and so the big things, we were really aligned. And of course, we had some work to do to align on how that looks when we start carrying it out, like upon execution, financial philosophies, parenting philosophies. We had a lot of conversation that we had to have on how to align on execution, but really there's so many things that we align on. And then there's things that like, let's just take vacations, for example. He doesn't love going on vacations where we're going to sit at an all-inclusive for a week and do nothing. I personally love those. He doesn't. He will do them, but he doesn't want to do them three times a year. (laughs) So what we do is we do those less often. We do them and we mix them in with other kinds of things so that we both can get our needs met. He also doesn't like vacations where I pack us from morning till night. I could do that too. I could be on a vacation where I've got an itinerary packed morning till night, but he doesn't like that either. So it's actually allowed me to make some changes in how I organize our vacations to accommodate both of our needs so that it's a mixture of what he wants and needs and what I want and need. So again, let's go back to this question. Can people change? Yes and no. It depends on what you want. And both parties have to be willing and wanting to make changes. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Midlife Marriage. If you liked this episode, and if my mission and approach resonate with you, please subscribe to The Midlife Marriage on Apple Podcasts and feel free to leave a rating. Also, 
If you'd like to stay up to date on the groups and classes I'm hosting for couples just like you, please consider joining my mailing list and following me on Instagram. You can also check out my website where you can learn more about me, my practice, and what I offer.